Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. American Airlines flight in the air, and there's a guy sitting in the back row. You know the, the seat that's right against the wall that doesn't recline? The woman in front of him reclines her chair. The guy who can't recline gets angry. And he puts his fist against the back of uh, the woman in front of him's chair and just starts continuously punching the back of the chair, like, near the headrest. So she can't relax. She can't relax because she's got thump, 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 thump going on right behind her. Some people saying that, yeah, she shouldn't recline her chair. That guy can't recline. You're taking up his his personal space there by doing it. She should be more courteous. Other people are saying this dude's a total D-bag. You should not punch the back of somebody's chair for any reason, let alone just because they're reclining, which is something that her seat does, so why shouldn't she be allowed to do it? This is The fact that this has divided people has made me lose faith in humanity. The chairs recline for a reason. Sorry that you, you know where you're sitting on that plane when you buy that ticket. You got screwed. Sorry, bud. Sucks to be you. The fact that you can't recline doesn't mean that she can't recline now. Because yeah. if she can't recline, then the person ahead of her can't recline. The person ahead of her can't. Then nobody can recline. Yeah. So what the hell do you think you're doing? I, uh, I do think there's a, a courtesy and an etiquette that can be applied. As someone who is six foot two, my legs are cramped into an airplane seat. And I would appreciate it if the person in front of me kind of looked behind to see what was going on before they reclined. I always kind of look behind me. If it's a kid and they have little tiny legs, no problem. I'll recline. But I have not reclined because I know there's a big, per- bigger person sitting behind me. I've never even considered it because I do recline slowly when I recline. You recline an inch and three quarters. You do- it's not like a lazy boy where you go back. You, you Sometimes you don't even know if you're reclined or not. You know, you'll be like, okay, time to recline. Oh, I'm already reclined. There's, it's the least amount of reclining well, what's, space. What's the big deal? Why bother reclining then? If it's if it's going to inconvenience the person behind you it more than it's going to provide you comfort, why are you reclining? Because there's a function of the seat that exists for a reason. I paid for that seat. Part of the function is the reclining feature. Whether it sucks or not, it's still there. And if it and if it's that little of a gap, then reclining into somebody isn't a big deal either. Like, this guy's a skinny guy. He may be tall, but he's not, like, filling out that seat. He's not losing any space. How is his comfort reduced? It's it's bull. And, like, the fact... He's an idiot. He's so petty. He's such a loser. He's, he's an idiot? You're right. He That's the seat he was provided. He could, if he didn't want to sit there, he can pay for an upgrade, yeah. or he can get to the airport earlier and try and get a better seat, right? Yeah. And part of it, I don't know if this matters or not, but part of it bothers me is that it's a lady in front of him, and he's a younger guy, and he's like, you know, somebody like, wait to stick up for yourself. You're a coward. You're not saying anything to her, and you're just punching the back of her seat with your earbuds in. Like if it was a big tough guy, he was that was sitting in front of him, and he had the balls to push the seat up. Right, it'd be one thing, but it's just yeah, just a professional wrestler sitting in front of him, or a UFC fighter. I bet he wouldn't have been punching that headrest. The person sitting in front front of him looks like your aunt or your yeah. mom. Now he's a tough guy, and, and he's he's Mister Tough Guy. That's true. Guy's a loser. And majority of people sending us messages here are saying, "Yeah, if your seat reclines, recline your seat. Why not?" It's part of the feature. You paid for it. Sorry, bud. You got screwed. 
but don't make everybody else as miserable as you are. Hey, it's Taz and Jim. Hi, I wanted to comment on the reclining. Yes. Is there anything wrong with even just asking the person behind you if they mind to recline? But what if they say no? I wouldn't mind. You're small or you're tall? No, I'm small. I'm only five foot four. So right. If the person in front of me is six foot two. Hey, recline, man. I don't care. If somebody asked me, hey, do you mind if I recline? I would appreciate that. And I'd say, no, I don't mind if you recline. Go ahead. Even though it's in- going to inconvenience me, the fact that they took a second to ask that question and, and uh, just show that they're thinking about the inconvenience they're causing the person behind them gives them a pass. Exactly. That's all it takes. Little communication, a little verbal communication, not punching the seat. Yeah. I would say it's it's implied that the person in front of you is going to recline. I think it's just part of the experience of flying on a plane. Suck it up. Move on to your destination. I'm with you. Hey, it's Taz and Jim. Hey, how's it going? You guys are talking to face on an airplane seat? Reclining on the airplane. Okay, so reclining on an airplane seat when you're six foot five like I am, or six foot eleven like my uncle is, or six foot four like my brother is, really sucks. But it ain't anybody's fault that we're Dutch and we're really tall either. Yeah, so I mean, I just sit there and I let my knees get jammed into the seat, and I go to my happy place and I close my eyes for four hours and I get to where I'm going. Yeah, I know what you mean. You have to you have to spread the legs wide open so one knee is like in the little crevasse in between the two seats in front of you, right? You make sure if the cart doesn't hit your other knee. The safety information that comes in the seat, you need to get it before they recline because you can't get at it. Okay, you know what? Also, you six foot plus guys, you're walking around. You're you have all the best views on the floor seats at concerts. Yeah, you got the ladies yep. on Tinder saying I don't date guys under six feet. Yep. All of a sudden, oh, I'm uncomfortable and plane my life of as a tall man is terrible <laughs> there's positives and negatives to everything right well and I, and I hit my head on everything that i walked through you know i want to see you peacock time for sports with our sports guy devin peacock hey dev hey guys want to play some audio here of the weak-ass apologies from the Houston Astros for cheating. Uh, I thought they were getting together to come up with a strategy to get in front of this whole uh, apology tour. But yesterday, did you watch this? It was terrible, Dev. This was surprising given how forceful, like three weeks ago, four weeks ago, how forceful Jim Crane was then. And then to, as we were talking earlier this week, and as you said, they met earlier this week to plan what they were going to say. And then for this to be what they said, like maybe they forgot to meet. I don't know what was going on because this is about as, not as bad as it can go, but it's pretty close. This was terrible. I want to say again how sorry our team is for what happened. I want to also repeat that this will never happen again on my watch. Our GM and manager were not only suspended for a year, we went above and beyond and fired them. MLB also acknowledged that the players should not be punished for the failure of our leadership. I also agree that our players should not be punished for these actions. These are a great group of guys who did not receive proper guidance from their leaders. Ah, that was the problem. Great group of guys. Had no idea it was cheating at the time. 
They're so great, <laughs> nobody said anything. And this guy, he's got his MLB World Series ring on as he's apologizing. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't, but imagine. Well, he was saying, like, the, the sign stealing did not impact the game. And then a minute later, he said, well, I didn't say that. Like, it's, he, okay, I, I've, I don't I've know what Jim that Crane audio right here. This is Jim Crane uh, saying that. Oh, yeah, we cheated, but it didn't make a difference. You know, our opinion is, you know, that this didn't impact the game. We had a good team. We won the World Series, and we'll leave it at that. I, I didn't say it didn't impact the game. Basically, <laughs> it's hard to, to determine how it impacted. You just said that. You know, our opinion is, you know, that this didn't impact the game. This didn't impact the game, our opinion. I'm not saying it didn't. It said it's our opinion it didn't. <laughs> Here's Alex Bregman. Uh, very sincere apology for cheating. I am really sorry about the choices that were made by my team, by the organization, and by me. I have learned from this, and I hope to regain the trust <laughs> of baseball fans. Uh, people are comparing the Astros' apology for cheating to Dwight Schrute's statement of regret from the office. As a disciplinary <laughs> measure... He is going to have to issue a formal apology. Dwight, have you prepared your statement of regret? I have. Let's hear it. <clears throat> I state my regret. You couldn't have memorized that? I could not because I do not feel it. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Thanks, Astros. We won the World Series, and we'll leave it at that. Love and marriage, love and marriage. Go together like a horse and It's time for another Now and Forever with Taz and Jim, powered by Charm Diamond Center. Going to get Terry to sneakily renew his vows over the phone with his wife, Colleen, while we listen in. How long, Terry, have you been married to Colleen? Uh, 16 years. 16 wonderful years. And do you oh, remember the wedding day like it was yesterday? Uh, pretty well, yeah. I'm the one that doesn't forget our anniversary. Very nice. When is your anniversary? 28th of February. Oh, it's coming up. Uh-huh. So this could be a dual gift. Charm Diamond yeah. Center's uh, gift yeah. card could yeah. be for Valentine's Day and the anniversary. Yeah. Well, let me say, we've been together for 33 years. It took me 10 years to be ready to get married. You knucklehead. What I've been told, anyways. <laughs> Do you remember your vows? Oh, pretty well, yeah. Okay, so we're going to call Colleen. Okay. You act like we're not listening, and you just start okay. You just start renewing your vows. You keep well, telling her uh, all the great stuff that you told her 16 years ago at the wedding, okay? Yeah. Hello? Hello, darling. Hi. Are you awake? Mm-hmm. Don't be swearing at me. Why? Well, well, uh, you know, we got an anniversary coming up, eh? Mm-hmm. Do you remember our vows? Do I remember our vows? Yeah. Remember Not really. Love, honor, love, honor, cherish, respect. Always do what I'm told. Right. Yeah. Try to stay happy. Mm -hmm. Content. You know, mm -hmm. yeah, so 28th, not the 29th, like I tried to talk you into, right? Right. You just you shouldn't have listened to everybody else. 29th would have been perfect. 
don't you think? No. No, why? Because I'd be ripping myself off for anniversary gifts. Well, I wouldn't be ripping you off. It'd be like, you know, it'd be once every four years. We could still celebrate on the 28th and the 1st, maybe. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be cool? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anyways, that was a good wedding, though. It made me cry. You were the tough one, not me. <laughs> I'm bawling like a baby. Yeah. Brenda's even got that on video. <laughs> Colleen, did Terry try to convince you to get oh. married on leap years so he wouldn't have to buy you an anniversary <laughs> gift every year? Uh, yeah, he did. Oh, my God. i got to be yeah. honest, Terry. Those are the least romantic vows I've ever heard. We've, we well, did this a couple days in a row, and they're like, I love you, honey, you're man. This, oh, I'll always do what I'm told, and uh, I'm going to try to trick you out of getting you a gift. <laughs> yeah, that's about I'm it. I'm slippery like that. <laughs> Sorry to wake you up, Colleen. Oh. It's Taz and Jim. We're on FM 96. Your super romantic husband <laughs> yeah. uh, wanted to win you something for Valentine's Day and your anniversary, and he's just done it. You've got $300 for Charm Diamond Center. Thank you. There nice. you go. Yippee-ki-yay. That should be good for at least four years. Yeah, right. A leap year. To the next leap year. Okay, say something truly romantic to your wife here, Terry, before we let I her go. I love you, sweets. I love you, sweets. You're the best. I love you, too, honey. Thank okay, you. Okay, baby. We had a, uh, a pretty funny video sent to us. That video from Woodstock, Jim. Oh, my God. Now, this is uh, a few weeks old, but I'm surprised this didn't come across our laps until today, Taz. It's somebody who just freshly came from a lumberyard, it appears, and they've got 16-foot 2x4s, like 20 of them, stacked in their vehicle, but it's a car, and it's lengthways through the back or widthways yeah. through the back window. They rolled the windows down on <laughs> each side of the car, and they put the wood... Through the back seat. So it's like a giant T going yeah. down. And, and then they tied a, a red, uh, like a red flag, flag yeah. to each end, thinking that that's going to make a difference if someone is in the other lane because they're taking up two lanes here yeah. with these two by fours. As if that little scarf they tied on the end of it is going to prevent somebody from getting decapitated. Yeah, really. If they're coming towards you in the other direction. Imagine a cyclist just got clotheslined by that. <laughs> yeah, people standing at the bus stop, take out like 10 people at a bus stop on the <laughs> other side. That is silly. I feel like most lumberyards will drop it off at your job site or your home or yeah. something. Most of the time without a charge, but... Uh, but I want it now. <laughs> I want the lumber now. Mm. Yeah, a lot of people, the lumberyard should have said, nah, bro, find a truck, you donkey. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the, another ones say, most stores have uh, vans you can rent to put the lumber in. Hey, Ian, what's up? Uh, I got a story about uh, a lumberyard that was kind of funny. I witnessed myself. What happened? Um, it was in Kitchener, actually, at a Home Depot. Uh, me and my dad were there getting some lumber, and uh, this this guy came in a Toyota Corolla, and he bought two uh, 12-foot sheets of drywall, uh, half-inch, and put them on the roof of his Corolla, rolled down the back windows, and taped like uh, like packing tape you'd use for moving. Yeah, yeah. He wrapped it around the whole sheet of drywall around inside the vehicle, and like a few times, and he went to drive away, and like 
he got five feet and the both sheets like turned sideways on the roof. Like I'm like, let's get out of here before he drives away. <laughs> uh, and you'd think it would snap in half drywall. It's not the oh. strongest stuff. Or just catch the wind and go flying like a kite. Yeah, and it started uh it started raining, like just started to spit when we were leaving. So he was gonna get rain on that like right away. That's hilarious. What a knucklehead. Yeah, so that's just you know, some people just don't have common sense, I would think. I've been there. Uh, you, you go to pick something up and you totally underestimate the size of it. Uh, I hate that. It is frustrating, but yeah. I don't think uh, rolling your windows down and <laughs> clotheslining yeah. the other vehicles and pedestrians and cyclists on your way home is the solution to the problem. Yeah. Doesn't every third person have a truck in Woodstock to begin with anyway? Like, you have to have a friend in Woodstock with a truck. Find a truck, buddy. Get a truck, bud. Not to be confused with something that rhymes with truck, buddy. Something that rhymes with truck, buddy. (laughs) It is Valentine's Day. Hopefully you can find one of those, too. (laughs) Love and marriage, love and marriage. Valentine's Day. We've got one more now and forever, powered by Charm Diamond Centers, to do here. Andrew is going to call his wife, Brooke. How long have you guys been married? Nine years. Nine wonderful years. Do you remember your wedding vows? Uh, no. Okay, so you're going to have to wing it here. We're going to call Brooke. You don't tell her that we're listening in, and uh, you start renewing your vows with her on the phone. If you do a good job, we're going to hook you up with something nice for Valentine's Day for Brooke, okay, from Charm Diamond Centers. Perfect. Let's get her going here. Hello? Hey. Hi. So I was just thinking, because it was Valentine's Day, and I was just thinking that how lucky I am for the time that we've had together. Yeah. And that from the very beginning, when you blocked me on MSN until now, and for staying with me for the times that I peed on the floor when I was drunk, came home late, but you just stuck with me because you love me. So I just wanted you to know how much I love you. Aw. I can't really talk now because I'm trying to get the kids out the door. Okay. Well, I just wanted to tell you that. I wanted to know how lucky I am and that you stuck with me this long. Well, I have a huge smile on my face, and thank you very much. But Millie is getting, she really wants to talk to Y-O-U, and she literally just said that before, U-C-A-L-L-E-D. Okay. Why are we S-P-E-L-L-I-N-G right now? What? Why are we S P E L L I N G? Is it so because we don't want the kids to know what we're talking about? Yes. Oh. H I. It's T A Z and J I M on F M ninety six. Oh my God. Do you like D I A M O N D S S? <laughs> yeah, they're not bad. <laughs> Brooke, happy Valentine's Day. Andrew has just Thank won you. you a $300 gift card from Charm Diamond Center. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's not bad. I can hear the kids going crazy in the background. Oh, yeah, they are now. I, I got to say, that was not the most romantic thing I've ever heard in my life. I'm so, not very romantic. Sorry for peeing on the floor. <laughs> She's dealt with it before. I love the block on MSN reference. So you guys <laughs> met in the 90s, I'm assuming? Yep. Uh, yep. And she blocked you, and eventually you you slid into her DMs. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> 
and started urinating oh everywhere. Okay. Hey, whatever oh works for you two. My face is a little red right now. <laughs> Put on the rubber sheet. It's Valentine's Day. <laughs> uh, happy Valentine's Day, Brooke. Andrew, tell, oh, her, thank you. tell her you love her. I love you, honey. I love you, too. That's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or FM 96.com.